Hey everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I am Sal and I am here to talk with you about Phase 2 of the High Republic. High Republic, High Republic, High Republic. Which has recently started. Um, so, we're going to start it off with a couple of the books. And with me is a special guest from Star Wars Geek Girl. We have Zoe. Hi! What up? Um, not very much. Just, you know, finishing school. I have one assignment left in my college career, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. Well, that's pretty exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, this is like like life crossroads time for you. It's crazy. You know, I started podcasting my freshman year of high school. <laughs> like, when I think about it like that, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, and like now I'm graduating college. Yeah. You know, dust in the wind. <laughs> <clears throat> and then you can always do things like this. You can always go back to your podcast and you'd be like, oh, this is the podcast I reported, you know, the week that I graduated or whatever. <laughs> if you do things like that. I always go back and I'm like, hey, this is like when the kids were like teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. And Axel was like, hey, uh, can we talk about Minecraft this episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it is pretty much. Did you do a Minecraft? episode i'm I sure think. you can convince him yeah go ahead and have that over my... at the star wars geek girl podcast feed if he would <laughs> answer my Minecraft messages <laughs> oh. <clears throat> All right, uh, so. oh yeah we're talking books. today we're talking two books double trouble we're talking the higher Republic... shorter books so yeah. it's well, not like... like yeah path of deceit we can do it and quest for the hidden city uh, so this is the Path of Deceit is like the YA book that started off phase two, followed by Quest for the Hidden City, which is like the middle reader. Um, mm-hmm. So Path of Deceit uh, by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland. And I guess let's just go. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess like spoiler free. For, no, I guess we should do business first, huh? Uh, Business first. Hey, check us out at therogrebels.com. Go like our Facebook page. We are on Instagram, 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 TikTok. And when Hive comes back, we're going to be back at the Rogue Rebels. We're at Rogue Rebels Fam on Twitter. Um, Zoe, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find Star Wars Geek Girl on Facebook at Star Wars Geek Girl. Um, Twitter and Instagram are at SW Girl. Hive is also at SW Geek Girl. I try to do Star Wars Geek Girl, and that's too many letters for Hive. Fun fact. I try to um, keep us the same on everything, but some jerk has like the Rogue Rebels on Twitter and never uh, gives it back. And I think it's like a band that hasn't been active since like 2010 or something. You got What you got to do is report them until they're banned. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Don't do that. But... Oh, yeah. That's what I got to do. I got to be like, hey, Elon, over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see just, how that goes. You know, say that I they think like... I missed my chance on anything good happening when I do reports. <sighs> yeah. Um, he'll just else? be like what buy a I verification say? bro so you can be real bro <laughs> eight dollars um, mm-hmm. what did I say twitter instagram at swgirl starwarsgeeker.com I haven't been doing as much stuff lately uh, but I try to do like weekly vlogs about whatever star wars is in my mind and book reviews and I'm running out of quiz ideas totally honest but maybe I'll do more <laughs> I mean there's always it's very hard it's, that's you know, true. it's a lot that, that doesn't make sense Maybe you can, like, I don't know, like, if that's, where is that in your rotation? Are those things once a week? I was doing them once a week. 
there's shoot, a lot there are if you know yeah yes although there you know if you need if you want to take some star wars quizzes there's like a ton it's actually really funny because like i was looking at the stats and like all the quizzes like get like not that much like some more than others like views and stuff mm-hmm. and there's one i made which was i made it like back when bad batch season one was coming out and it's like which member of the bad batch is your soulmate and that has like thousands like that one is like way above mm-hmm. the others on the graph it's really funny that makes sense that's like get that's like a, a whole niche of fandom is all know. about that one everyone really just needed to know which mm-hmm. member that yeah, actually i think fact. if you get hunter it says hi jonah on it nice that was a little, that was a little targeted that makes sense and then uh, she took it and i was like what if she doesn't get hunter That'd be right. embarrassing, but she she's did. She's like sad. She did get under, <laughs> so worked out. Good, good. Then you did a well, then you did a proper, you know, well thought out mm-hmm. quiz. It seems like Doing functional market research. <laughs> uh, news. I don't really have any news. Uh, so let's just get into the books, I guess. I guess like let's okay. So we're gonna start off with Path of Deceit. So just like my spoiler, maybe we should give our spoiler-free thoughts on both books before we dive mm-hmm. into both of them. But um, I guess my spoiler-free thoughts on Path of Deceit is it, I don't want to say it's slow to begin, but like it does a very good job of painting a picture of one thing and then like you get hit by a truck uh, by the time it's over. It's really, really good. It's really interesting. Yeah. The characters are well done and the like, it is a very good, like complete story in itself, but it mm-hmm. also leaves you in a place that has like so many possibilities. And I know this is like a higher public thing and we're... You know, we're assured a lot of these characters are going on into other stories, other books and things like that. But the story here is like really interesting and unexpected in a way that I definitely didn't expect. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I agree. It's like, yeah, like you said, like it's a, it's a slower build up and it's like you're very slowly kind of putting things together and then it like explodes. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I really liked like all the character work in Path of Deceit. Like I felt like every character was so like complex and interesting and had their own little arc. Um, and it was, you know, like you said, like it's a nice kind of complete arc for a lot, some of these characters, a lot of them um, within this book where I was, I felt satisfied, but also it's like, you want to see where it goes next. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. It was great. Um, and I think I've said this for all of the books, like even including Convergence the like the phase one beginnings you know light of the jedi and all that was very so much like galaxy spanning Mm -hmm. that um i mean it was great but also like these ones are just taking like a very specific slice of a certain thing and a certain you know in this case dalna the planet like most of the story happens there uh in the case of uh you know quest for the hidden city most of it happens on this little system uh, with a planet and a moon or two planets, I can't remember. And then the same thing on uh, Convergence takes place mostly on those those planets. So it's not quite as galaxy-spanning in the ways that like Light of the Jedi started things off. Mm-hmm. But the stories are like very fleshed out in the settings too. Um, yeah. Really interesting. It, it gets you a lot closer to like the culture and the, mm-hmm. I don't know, like customs and the ways that like life is on these planets. It's, it's really mm-hmm. cool. Really good like... Like world building and even though like we're obviously still in the same galaxy but we're in a very like foreign time period for us mm-hmm. where like a lot of the things we take for granted in the rest of star wars don't like exist yet or don't exist in that form we're used to yet 
and still just from like that first book you immediately get a very good grasp on it i think that was really cool yeah for sure also the co- cover of path of deceit is amazing yes i think totally. it's so cool <laughs> the art like for all of the books like have been really really well done mm-hmm. uh like most of the high republic stuff in general but like phase two is like it's really swinging hard. It doesn't look like it's stopping because I've seen some of the like the covers they drop for stuff that's coming up and it also looks rad. Yeah. Um, and just to jump over to Quest for the Hidden City, also a very fun story with a very like interesting themes that like reoccur that I really enjoyed. Like the ideas of Jedi being protected is like much more fleshed out in that book, whereas like the master carries a shield that is mm-hmm. really rad. I um, love the shield. Yeah. I think it's so. I hope we get to see that like on screen someday. Look, spoilers: we got to mess with it on the uh, Star Cruiser, but like the shields are really cool. Um, it's like, uh, but also the uh, the characters are super well done, and then also the ideas of like what, like uh, the other book. I'm sorry, Hidden City delves a lot more into the Pathfinders and their missions and like that kind of thing. So, like over here, you're seeing a lot more of. This, a lot of the story focuses on the Jedi and the path of the open hand in this book. The other story focuses a lot more on the uh, the Pathfinders and the Jedi. So you get a little bit of a different aspect of like what's going on, you know. And then Convergence focuses on like a lot of the Jedi and the Republic stuff. So like each of them gives you like a little different slice of things in the galaxy. Um, I guess there's Jedi in all of them. But yeah, I I have not read Convergence, so I can't speak too well for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, like with Quest of the Jedi, it was like a different kind of Jedi, and like you know, like you said, like the because especially like in the first High Republic, it's like oh, like it's a lot about like the newly established, like Outer Rim, right. and like reaching out there. When this is like they're still like doing that reaching out in the first yeah. place, and it's... I think that's really cool. And it's like, like you know, like you said, like the the first High Republic phase was a lot of galaxy wide stuff, and these are more personal stories, but they give us the pieces we need to tell what's going on in the wider galaxy. Yeah, yeah, they definitely like mention the goings on, but I think it might have just been like the way that the phase started. Like Light of the mm-hmm. Jedi was just such a book that spanned like the entire like you cut to Starlight, you cut to Coruscant, you're mm-hmm. listening to the Chancellors. There's like the hyperspace, uh, are they called hyperspace prospectors, and you know all those guys. Yeah. Like, and then the Nile. So you're jumping to all these different places in the galaxy, getting all those points of view. Whereas these points of view are fairly grounded in the same place, even though they might be like opposed. Like in you know in this book, Path of Deceit. You know, the main characters, one of them's like a Path of the Open Hand member, one of them's a Jedi. So you're kind of going like back and forth there. Um, but it's all like in the same sort of. It's on uh, the same planet for the most part, region. even. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I just meant that like the, the, the story. Well, I, totally, I totally agree with you, but I, I think it's cool that like they're able to do that personal story and still kind of give us an idea of like the general galaxy yeah. without having to like. Sort of like how Light of the Jedi, like you said, like goes all these different places all the time. Like yeah. it doesn't really have to do that, but it just gives us a little bit of exposition without it feeling like that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it, but it's it, like I said, these both of these books are like really interesting in their own way and all 
Um, I don't know. I guess let's just dive into it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to do Path of Deceit first. So, like, the book starts off and, like, you have this, like, shady smuggler guy named Sunshine Dobbs. (laughs) And he's, like, dropping off stuff to the Path of the Open Hand. And what it's implicating is presumably they're trying to buy, like, like, black market force relics slash things like that. And he's like, oh, I got like all this stuff. And the mother comes out and she's like, no, this is all pretty fake or like whatever. And then he brings out one thing and she's like, oh, no, like that I can buy. But also he seems to be very like, she's like, oh, maybe you can do like more work for us or something. So he ends up like presumably going to work for for the mother and the path of the open hand. So right away we see that the path is like working with shady people. The mother is like a little bit crazy and culty and like very uh, persuasive. Mm -hmm. And like they're clearly interested in forced things. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. I, I, I remember my first read of it, I was reading it and I was like, is she like, like doing like a hypnotist, like a mind trick kind of thing? Like, is he just. You know, it's like a weird kind of gray area. Mm-hmm. Well, you they know? keep saying, like, like, throughout the book, they say that she she has visions and, like, mm-hmm. that help them figure out what they need to do next or whatever from the Force. But, like, she doesn't use the Force. But then they're like, everybody shouldn't use the Force. The Force just mm-hmm. gives her visions. So, I thought like, the, the yeah. path ideology was super interesting. Like, their whole... Thing. Yeah, go, go ahead. Like, with their, their no, well, their like, well, like it's you know, like they they very much like believe in the force, um, mm-hmm. and they they definitely I think just as far as like purely believing in it, see it the same way the Jedi do, but they have a very like the force is, you know, and I think both the Jedi and the Path are like the force is like a high above us; it knows better than us. Like mm-hmm. it's you know, the force has its will, but so but to the Path, they're like you don't manipulate that even to like you know lifting rocks like (laughs) i always do or doing anything like that's totally wrong um yeah they're like the force shall be free like you can't manipulate it use it for your own personal selfish ends and then they also have this weird like i guess i say weird but like butterfly effect idea like if you Mm -hmm. lift a rock over here who's to say that doesn't like kill somebody over across the galaxy or something Mm -hmm. so like the idea of that like every time the jedi right now because the jedi are the ones in power manipulate the force that's what's causing all this chaos across the galaxy because the jedi are just going around willy-nilly using the force all the time to open doors and uh, levitate fruit to their future wives and things (laughs) like that um so like their whole thing is like they have to like protect the force and they must it must be free and they can't so like the part of the ideology and the what's the word like the motivations they seem to have to collect all these like artifacts and relics and things is supposed to be to like to keep it out of people who would abuse the power's hands right mm-hmm. that's what they say they're like oh we're collecting these holocrons and lightsabers and force helmets relics sith things all these things to like keep them away from the jedi and sith so they don't abuse the force and like all that you know i don't know if i buy it 
I I don't think I buy it. Yeah. But it's definitely an interesting idea. Yeah. But the I mother think. has like, a lot know, of people on this planet who buy it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um yeah. she does. Yeah, I think you know, while I don't think like they'd ever go with a like oh, like using the force does have that like ripple effect where you're like putting things out of balance by just doing something, even if you're helping someone. Mm-hmm. Like that it could cause a catastrophe somewhere else. Like I don't think like, you know, like the main universe Star Wars, I don't think that's the thing, but that would be really cool to see explored in like visions where they like kind of do whatever they want, mm-hmm. you know, and like have their own little universe, like, you know, like Rowan and the duel. Like that would be, I think that's such an interesting idea to explore. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really cool. So we meet our Jedi characters. We meet like Kevmo Zink and his master Zala Macri. And they're like with another Jedi named Aslan Rell. And there's like a whole like opening adventure. And they're like mm-hmm. surfing on these like sand rays, which like reminds me of the things. I think those are the things that get that Obi-Wan cuts up for work. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're not, but that's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. And then I was just thinking like flying seafood flashbacks from uh, Resistance. I was like, oh, it's like that. But there's like Jedi riding him and like hurting him. You know, they're like going wild. It was like a real like they're trying to control the stampede kind of deal. You know, uh, but it was like a cool little action sequence with like the Jedi and like Kevmo Zink's a little bit like a. He's not like Anakin, but he's a very much like not like egotistical, but he's very like sure and like of himself and like. uh, Maybe like cocky young Padawan, mm-hmm. you know, I would. Yeah, I would almost just maybe not like the ego slightly egotistical part but just like the more like carefree like i would almost put him with like a like a clean Voss. but that's okay. you know, that's for you to decide you know better yeah, than I me mean, but i like any mention of quinlan Voss, so i'll say yes <laughs> okay and zala's like a lot more like stoic and like grounded master so like i like these i always like the like opposing kind of master and padawan relationships because they're always funnier yeah you know um, so they basically like, they heard these creatures and then they're like back, you know, at their base and they're like talking about it or whatever. And they get a message that, you know, one of the Pathfinder teams has been lost or no, no, no. Something has been stolen from Hynestia, this like mm-hmm. powerful relic or something from the queen's personal collection or whatever. So they are supposed to like go investigate and they find out that like, you know, the only thing that was like iffy was there was like a delegation from Dalna recently interested in these things or something. So like they start the search on, on Dalna. So they're like, okay. And me who has been like, what the hell's going on from Dalna since like, you know, Comac Vitus mentioned it in phase one, uh, is excited to go to Dalna. Yeah. So we go to Dalna and we start to meet more of the path. So the main character in the book, her name is Marta Rowe, and she's an Everenny, which is like, uh, you know. An Everenny named Rowe. <laughs> yeah, she's a Martian ancestor, presumably. Maybe, yeah, she's yeah. one I of mean, yeah. two presumable options right. for direct we know of. right now. That we know of. That we know of. One of two possibilities thus far. Um, she's there with her cousin, Yana Rowe, 
And Martaro is such a very soft-spoken, like a full believer in the path. And she like trains the younglings in their ways and like all like, but she very much wants to be, you know, like, I guess the next, like next on the tier of the path of the mm-hmm. open hand people is yeah. like these people who supposedly like work for the mother and they're called the children. They're not children, mm-hmm. but they're called the children. And they, they allegedly, yeah. they go out and are like, like, pre- they're supposed to be like preachers, basically, like, yeah, like kind of spreading the word. And they, um, and they liberate <laughs> artifacts sometimes. Right. So right um, away, <laughs> readers of the book are like, I know where that thing is. <laughs> um, and her cousin, Yanaro, is one of those children. Mm-hmm. But her cousin is also very much like not really a believer. Like she doesn't buy the whole like thing, but she's like, oh, it's like a good life. And like my, you know, Marta, my cousin Marta is just so like innocent and carefree, you know, but this is like a beautiful place for her because she really loves it here. So she's like kind of staying just to be with her. Like Marta's known nothing but this, but Yana's a little bit older and been like, well, you know, you don't know what it's like out there in the galaxy. Like they hate our people. We have been, you know, like, People are racist against ever any, uh, you know, things like that. So she's like a little, a lot more jaded and not really like a believer, but like very much content with the life that she's making there. Even though she doesn't believe it's going to like work out. She's like, it never, we we always have to be aloof and like ready to Mm -hmm. move. And like, we can't trust anybody, but like she's in love with the daughter of the Herald and the Herald is like the next in line from the mother. Uh, like there's a whole council, but I think the Herald is like the next, like second in command after the yeah. And his daughter is, I forgot her name. Ka, um, it's K something. Core. Core sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to look it up. Yes. Yeah. And she and Yana have like a relationship, but she's like afraid to tell her father and like, then it's going to be a whole thing. And, you know, like, so they're like having a little kind of secret relationship, but they're in love um, and all that. And they don't know how to tell. And so like Yana it also, nice. Yana also wants to stay like because of that too, but is also like, well, we can't depend on that and we can't even tell people what's going on. So we should just leave anyway, you know? So she's very like conflicted. And very, like, not grounding herself in this life. I'm ready to move on at any moment. Mm-hmm. The Herald is a Nautilin that cut all of his things off? Or I don't know if he did. Or I don't know if he cut it off, but they're they're all, his, like... His tentacles are all stuff. cut. Yeah. And it's from some, like, you know, from some violence from before he joined the path. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty hard. It's hurt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's like to have a bunch of head tentacles, but yeah, can't imagine it feels great to cut them off or have them cut off. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the Jedi get there, and they are, like, starting to investigate. They hear about the cult, you know, like, they hear about the path of the open hand people, and they know that that's kind of the people they're looking for. But they're sort of, like, trying to, like, speak to the town. Like, they're they're trying to not be real intrusive with their investigation. They're trying to, like, get the lay of the land before they just go barging in there and being like, police, where's the artifact? You know, Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, like, they're talking to the townspeople and 
trying to figure out what's going on. And eventually this is how Kevmo and Marta meet. Uh, so Kevmo's like in town, kind of looking around for the path people and he sees Marta and the, and the children and he like walks up and like Marta's giving away like flowers to people. Can they, they collect like donations cause people donate and she's like, Oh, it's like, it's like gifts freely given. That's what the force is, mm-hmm. you know? Gifts like, freely given. That's they say it a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's like they're saying. I'm going to say every time I give free. someone something. Boom. Gifts freely given. Nailed it, cultist. <laughs> uh, and so like Kevmo sort of like walks out or she like gives him a flower and he's like, oh, cool. And he like levitates the flower and they're like, oh, oh! It's like, you know, and then he's like, what happened? And they're like, the force, you just used it. And it's like, she's like crying and screaming. And she's, then, yeah. Yeah. Totally out. And it's at like first, because she has like all the kids with her and all the kids are like, whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, some of them. And then she's like, don't and look. She's like, Yeah. <laughs> And of course, Kevin is so confused because it's like, oh, I'm just, you yeah. know, in the force. It's like, you know, it's She's my like, thing. I'm sorry. I thought we were supposed to use the force to flirt. No? I, is that? <laughs> All right. Because it's a big deal here. <laughs> uh, you guys and Obi-Wan must be very grumpy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. But it's a very, like, it's so set. Like, oh, the writing in the book is really well done. But at this mm-hmm. point, it's a very, like, romantic, like, Star Wars is always light on romance. So when we get it, it feels like it's so few and far between. Um, but as I mentioned on Convergence, I was like, oh, I think, like, we're getting a good amount of it right now. <laughs> of a yeah. thing that we don't see often. But, like, it's it's very, like, very meat cute and very done. And they're, like, staring at each other from across the thing. And then he sort of, like, walks <laughs> up and she's like, oh, gifts freely given. And then he's like, oh, yeah float you know and then all of a sudden it turns to like what are you doing <laughs> um, but it's it's like very very well done before like it turns into a train wreck um like the vibe the vibes are good uh and then let's see so he like has to go back and be like look i found a cult person but like they were all freaked out because i made a flower float <laughs> Uh, yeah you know and I think like the hotel like the I forgot the name of the character that owns because they're staying in like a little hotel right or like a and b almost you know what I mean like they're staying well, in a room. I think wasn't it like the like the like government like palace building whatever and those like they were you know because no, it was like official because they're Jedi right no but isn't it like a well, I think that's like before I think when they come to this little town they stay in like somebody's it's like an inn almost but the inn Maybe. is own the person who owns it lives there too. So like at one point she's like, "Who's knocking at my door right now? They better not be for y'all," <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then she answers the door and she's like, "Okay, tell people not to knock after eight or whatever." <laughs> like, so there's some very like funny things like that. Like, it's like a very small like the way it's so much described as a very small town. Uh, vibe this Dalna city. Uh, I don't remember what the city's called. Do you? Oh no. Yeah, me neither. Okay, but there's, like, whatever little town they are in Dalna feels like that, a very little town. Yeah. Um, And it has that very, like, not quite, like, medieval, but, like, ever, like a town out of Legend of Zelda, how everybody's across the street from everybody <laughs> else, and, like, the little town square. Little, little village. Yeah. And then the cult commune is sort of outside of town. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, every time they're walking around town and getting information, they're like, well, they, they come in, they come in and sell their stuff. 
And they all wear like r- like the same robes. Mostly. Yeah, they like have the like higher ranking ones have different ones. So, so like, they, they like stand out, and they yeah. wear they put the, like blue paint. Yeah, they like, have like blue marks on their face. three blue wavy fingertips, kind of mm-hmm. that represents the flow of the force, but looks like a little wavy water, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they all sort of mention the the path of the open hand, and oh yeah, they come into town to sell their things and. They preach and some of the kids go out and join them or whatever, you know. But like people are like, they seem to be like, like some of them are maybe like a little bit creeped out, but there's also nobody that's like, oh yeah, they straight up suck and they're stealing. Like, so there's nothing like with the community, nothing crazy about like, you know, like of them overtly doing anything bad. They're just like, oh yeah, they yeah. live over there. They come sell their stuff. Yeah. they're a Yeah. Weird. Like, yeah, they're just kind of weird, but not, you know. Yeah. No one suspects them of anything malicious. Um, so what happens, I think, is Marta doesn't know what to do. She, like, returns to the thing freaking out. And she was like, there was a Jedi and he made a flower float and it was horrible. <laughs> you know, and the mother is like, oh, no, the Jedi are here. What are we? And, you know, like, and she's like, well, you know, like, and like the mother, presumably, and some of the children know that the Jedi are there looking for the things that they stole. So, like, they sort of come up with the idea to, like, invite the Jedi to the commune and, like, show them we have nothing to hide. And then they will go on their way, you know, while hiding the things. Um, yeah. And so they, like, convince Marta to do that. They're like, well, perhaps you can show the Jedi that the way, that the way of the path is, like, much, you know. So, like, Marta decides that that's a good idea also and goes to invite the cute Pantoran boy. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to the little inn and knocks on the door and they're like, what? Who's bothering the dinner? Uh, and is like, well, I'm sorry. You know, my reaction was like a little bit. Uh, I may have gone a little overboard, <laughs> but we would like to invite you to the commune so you can see like why it's so important that the force is free. And like, you know, while we're different people and have different beliefs, but like we can let you in a little bit. And, you know, he's like, OK. And Master Zala's like, hey, good job, kid. Like, that is super useful. We will totally go and spy on them when they invite us, <laughs> you know. Uh, so they go. They go and, like, they sort of, they don't, but they don't see the mother. Like, they're like, oh, the mother's off, like, yeah. on some pilgrimage or something right now. But, like, here's this. Here's where we, like, teach the children. Here's where most of the people live down there. And they sort of, like, live underground in these little caves that they've made. Um. But they also notice that there's like a few like, well, what does that go? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, uh, those are only for the children. So I don't really go down there. So the Jedi are both like, that's where the stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and they're talking to the they're talking to, you know, the Herald and the elders and stuff like that. Sort of seeing like and it's clear that they like they farm and then they sort of go in and sell stuff. And also, like, Marta just, like, gives flowers and takes donations. So, like, they survive on, like, donations and things like that and selling little things. But they're also very, like, self-sufficient. Like, they grow their own food. Very cultish. Yeah. Uh, They're, like, they try to be about as, like, self-sustained as possible. Yeah, Yeah, like, not... They still, like, go into town and, like, do some stuff, but that's mostly for, like, preaching purposes. Yeah. Like, yeah. for the most part, they're, like, we have everything we need, like, here. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, and, like, it, even, like, I think, I feel like, something like, they have, like, when they have, like, Sonny, like, he goes to them. Like, they're not going to meet him. 
you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't like to leave. <laughs> and space. like, basically, like they get left alone for a minute. Uh, Kevmo and Marta, and he's like, "Oh well, why don't you just show me your favorite place or something like that?" And I, I think she ends up like, because she's like, "Well, my favorite place is like." mother's worshiping mother in the room or something like that and she's like you can't go there but yeah i can take you to my second favorite place and she takes him to like this tree i forgot what the tree is called but it's a tree that basically like all the leaves fall every day and like every day it grows back Mm -hmm. but it's like a very like they're like every day this is a thing and like if you don't eat the if we don't use the fruits like then they're wasted and they rot and then everything is like bad and like, but if we use like, these are gifts freely given every day. Like we can always depend on it. You know, it's like part of everything. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, this is very nice. And then like, they're, they're talking and they're flirty and it's all cute. And then like the Jedi leave and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, there's what- also, some point because it's also little babies that are born yeah she they're works like, with all the babies mm-hmm. and there's this i don't remember what species they were but it was like a different alien species and they had there was, i think there were eggs that were hatching or something, oh yeah right? That's right i don't remember who yeah i remember what species they were um i'm pretty sure it was eggs oh and that's so right she was like watching the eggs hatch and like helping them yeah. it was like the, it was like these three parents Mm-hmm. the kids they're all little little babies yeah yeah so that's relevant later yes that's bit. true <laughs> yeah but like that's like what she does like mostly her whole job in this commune is like the young young younglings like before they go mm-hmm. off and to be children or go off to do whatever like when they're little little she's the one who's raising them teaching them and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like but she doesn't want to do that she wants to be one of the children and she asks mother like multiple like in the beginning of the book she's like I would like to be a children and spread the word of the path over and mother's like no <laughs> and, it's, and we see and like I think Yana even kind of says when she's talking to other characters like like Marta always like really gets her hopes up and like yeah. really because Marta's like fully in it like she's yeah. the and, like, like true biggest believer, believer. Yeah. yeah um like she yeah, like she she's even like so much of a believer. She's like, like the mother can do no wrong. Like it's like everything's perfect. Yeah, and yeah. so she's like always getting her hopes up. And so even though she's like disappointed when she can't when she can't join the children, it's like none of that is like like oh like the mother's not giving me opportunity. It's like it's yeah. my fault. You yeah, know? she does. She's like, well, I'm just gonna like train better and like learn more of the th-, you know like. And she's like mm-hmm. that way. Next time I ask her, she can't say no or something. Yeah. Um, she always takes it very personally, but she like wants to do it to go and spread the, like she feels like that's her place. Um, and they always say like, well, you're so good with the children. Like, that's why you should stay here. Mm-hmm. And then Yana, who like knows what they do is like, no, you can't like this. This, this is not you can't. like once you do like this is not what you think it's it is, mm-hmm. but like doesn't really know how to tell her. But she like kind of tries to a little bit. But also doesn't want to break her, burst her bubble, because, like, Marta is such a believer that she doesn't want to be like, no, we just kind of go and steal stuff and kill people. Yeah. You know? Um, so, like, and she, it's like, I don't know, she's like, ah, like, 
you look so you look so like needy you should stop doing that <laughs> like you're just embarrassing yourself oh my gosh she asked again like and it seems like this happens every now and then um and it always ends with poor marta heartbroken marta not mardo 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 um so yeah so the jedi decide they're like well we couldn't find the mother so either like the mother is off doing whatever they said she's doing or like maybe she's like actually hiding from us because she knows if we see her we'll be able to like figure it out you know or you know but we're pretty sure they're hiding the stuff so you know when we go back we should you know we 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 should keep our eyes on them and like figure out like there are places where they could be hiding the stuff and it's like it starts raining on Dalna, like really, really bad. And it's like a bad storm. Yeah, they're like, oh, we get these these really strong storms like every couple months or every year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like most of the people on Dalna are like kind of know what to do, but the commune is not as prepared. Yeah, as some of the other ones. And so, like you know. Zala, the master, is like, hey, I'm going to help the townspeople. We will, like, help them barricade and rescue whoever needs to be rescued. You go to the commune and see if you can help them. So Kevmo goes and, like, all of their little tunnels are underground. And the ones that are the farthest underground is, like, where all the younglings and families live. So, like, you know, the Mm -hmm. low people on the totem pole. So Kevmo is trying to help, like, all of them. And Marta's down there trying to help people escape, too, you know. I'm joking. Uh... You know, like the little, little kids and stuff like that. And like you were talking about those little newborns. They're there trying. They're like, oh, no, they're not here. They're not here. Where are they? And so she was like, okay, you know, just follow me. And they go down and they go underground. Like, and she knows like the tunnels so well. She doesn't even need to read them because like the water's already full. And uh, they're sort of like behind a door that he's like stuck in it. The dad is stuck in it and the babies are stuck behind him and he can't get out because the water is like flooding or whatever. And so Kevmo uses the force. To like open the door and yank him out. And Marta is like, and the babies. And so they're able to escape. And like Marta is like thankful, but also like, oh my God, he like used the force. And then, you know, but she's even like, but he used the force to like save people. So like, how can I be mad at him for that? Like he was honestly trying to help. He's not, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's so stupid. He doesn't know what he's doing, but all he was trying to do was help. She you goes know. back and forth because, like, oh, he saved people. But also, like, in her brain, she's like, well, yeah. you saved someone with the force. Somewhere else right. in the force, you're going to, like, like yeah, blow like, up a planet. My, my, like, friends and children get to survive. But maybe on the other side of the galaxy, somebody else had to drown because, like, the water went backwards or whatever she thinks happens with the force. <laughs> you know. Um, but she's very, like, thankful to him. Um, yeah. So... Like they're saved, they go back. The Jedi go back to their like little town, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I saved the people and stuff." I also got to see a little bit of those underground tunnels. So the the ones that are marked with like this color, the ones that like we can't go into, so those might be the ones that we should look at when we blah blah blah. Um, so they start coming up with a plan to like sneak in, and like try to like find the stolen items, presumably. And also, they still haven't seen the mother. Like, every time the Jedi go, like, the mother is gone. And also, not the Jedi, but when we see the mother with, like, the other characters, she has, she's always, like, petting the orb that Sunny brought her in the very beginning. Like, she always has the orb. And she's, like, always holding it, like. Yeah. 
as it goes on, she starts getting like a little more like lost to it or something. They're like, Shan's yeah. that weird thing. And then like by the third or fourth time, they're like, it's fine. <laughs> like, we didn't no matter what the Jedi say, you know, because like the, the other elders and like the Herald specifically seem to know also what's going on. And they're like, well, no, no, they're going to be back. And she's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. And he's like, are, are, are you sure? <laughs> you know? Like, they seem pretty suspicious. Everything will be as the Force wills, you know, or something. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she has this orb that she got from Sunshine Dobbs. And it's, like, glowing. And it's, like, she just keeps it with her all the time. And uh, is it Kor, the daughter of, of the Herald? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Kor and like Kor is also a little bit force sensitive. And so like when they're going to steal things, she's really good at, you know, because she can like jump extra high sometimes or, you know, run extra fast to grab the thing or like. So she's like a very useful, sneaky person in these thefts that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time, like since the mother got that orb, she's like, oh, and that's how they can find these things. Like when they take her with her, she can be like, oh, it's this way. She it's can this way. sense. So she or can like sort of when there's the like objects. a bunch of boxes, she's like, this is the right box. Like, yeah. So she can like sense the force objects kind of too. Um, so, but she is very like put off by this orb. She's like, oh, this is bad. I don't know what it is, but it feels wrong. Or, you know, like, so every time that like she sends the children out, like, uh, I'm sorry, Yana and Kor. And there's another dude. I forgot his name. Um, I don't. I who know also likes about, but Kor. I do not remember. So it's like a weird love yeah. triangle, like Kor and the girl like each other, but then the dude likes Kor, and then like the dude and her are mad. Yana and the dude hate each other because like they both like Kor. You know, so it's like a whole little weird thing. Um, but yeah, so they're also like all this time they're working on the this like ship that can take them across the store stars and they will yeah, have they everything want that they to be their need. new new like home they want yeah. to leave Dalna and like that's their new thing and that way they can like spread the word of the path everywhere across the galaxy and always be home at the same time and it's going to be called the gaze electric when they finish it and then me reading that is like because <laughs> i was like this red um and it's like almost done but like not quite so Yana really wants to leave and she doesn't want to be like a part of this thing anymore. Um, so she's like, okay, well fine. I'm just going to do like this last stupid mission or whatever. And the mission is they are going to like the graph compound to steal something, something, something. And you're like, oh, the graphs. I remember those guys. But they're like very rich and they have all this stuff. And like, they're yeah, supposed very to be different like- graphs from the other stuff right right same family different temperament <laughs> although like the grass were in phase two or phase one yeah they're they also were. kind of jerks too yeah different from the the og right graphs in release order from the graphs kind of, of the imperial era yes um so yeah they're supposed to go and steal the stuff um marta and kevmo meet up in town and they start making out <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like what and Kevmo's like no it's like possession is like not cool but like everything else is fine but yeah <laughs> but like we can make it and then like he goes home and Zala's like we need to talk it's like busted 
you know, he's yeah, like, someone saw them yeah. and told, told yeah. Zala. Like the, the innkeeper said that they saw you or what, I don't know if it was the innkeeper, but it was like somebody at the shop yeah. across the thing saw you in an alley kissing this girl. <laughs> that was 45 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so that was hilarious. Okay. So Yana and Marta, like Yana decides, okay, I'm going to do this thing. And then I'm going to like go. And she's also very, what's the word? like torn on whether or not she wants to say anything to core because she really likes core but core and her family are part of the path and she like doesn't want to put that pressure and be like oh leave the path with yeah me. well and her like her mother was really sick the herald's wife was like really sick that's right that's for right. a long time and like the path like the mother like she could have gotten her good medicine but she was like oh use my essential oils that <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. only when like um she was like about to die that she was like gave them real medicine was like see what my gifts are doing for you like yeah definitely very like manipulative yeah thing i forgot about the mother part yeah so like the herald and the mother and so the mother's still alive then right yes she is still alive but she's very sick yeah uh but getting better but yeah, she doesn't. That was, yeah, like, she's still getting better. Yeah, so she's like, Core's gonna need to stay here with her family. That's who needs her. You know, I should just go. So she's very like, but she definitely like wants to leave and is sad to leave people behind. But she's also like, I'm ever any. We can't trust nobody. You know, and here is also better for Marta too. Like she sort of decides that like everybody deserves this place. She should just get out on her own. Um. So, the Jedi. Okay, so she they go on that mission to the graphs, and they're like ambushed, right? Yes, and they they like break in and like everything's fine, and then they're walking out. It's like oh, yeah, and like Core is killed. Mm-hmm. And the the other guy is killed too. Is he? That's right. Uh huh. He he dies first, I think, and then Core and um Yana are getting away, and then Core dies also yeah so but it's she's very much like we were set up yana Mm -hmm. and also like because yana core and yana also like they were like fighting before and then while while core dies i think like the last thing she says is like i would have gone with you but you didn't ask yeah yeah there's very sad like love story stuff in this too yes and then yana's like oh my my closed heart um, and then she's like very upset and she's basically going to going back so that she can kill the mother. Cause she's like, the mother set us up. So that's like her plan. She's just going to go back and kill the mother. Um, so meanwhile, the, uh, the Jedi sneak in, the Jedi sneak into the commune and start like doing stuff. And then like, what happens? I think like Yana and Yana shows up, but Marta finds her first, right? Because Marta's like, "What's going on? Yeah. Are you okay? I need yeah. to take you and to get Yana's, cleaned up." Yeah, and Yana's like not even. Like, I feel like through most of the book, Yana was a little bit like almost placating Marta, like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like not really bothering argument. Now Yana's yeah. very like, like, no, I'm killing the mother. She said it like she's very blunt about everything yeah. for the first time. And this is so what we really though, do. Yeah, and even though it's, you know, it's for us as readers and also for Yana, like, it's just, like, facts. Marta is, like, 
very like thrown by it. Yeah. Oh my God. How could that be? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's very like heavy for Marta, but also it was very much like, yeah, I can't like Marta is trying very hard to convince her to stay. And Yana's like, cause she's like, no, 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 there had to be a mistake like this and that. Like, no, I'm going to teach. I'm going to be a children like you. And then we're going to be together. And like, none of this is going to be fine. And Yana's like, no, we're going to, I'm going to kill the mother. But she's a jerk face. And like, then we should just go and be out on the galaxy by herself. There's plenty of galaxy. You can, you can, yeah, the force can be free all at once. And let's just go. Um, and so they're going to like confront the mother. And then also the Jedi are sneaking around and stuff. So like the, the, the mother and like the Herald find the Jedi. And then the orb hatches and they're like threatening each other for a while. And they're like, well, you know what we're looking for. And how would I know what you're looking for? We are merely (laughs) children of the force being free. All of these things are just things that we protect. Like, you know, like that right there was reported six months ago. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, we know you have a thing from Hynestia, but they're busted. Mm -hmm. And then the like, and it's like, like they have like the whole like council of the heralds there. Yeah. And stuff. Um, And I think, I think Yana comes in around this time too. Yes. But, and so Yana, like, she can't really kill the mother in this room full of people. So Yana's just kind of stuck standing there. I think she, yeah, um, but how do, how do Marta and the Yana get separated? I forgot. Because don't, don't they, don't they stop for the Herald or something? Don't remember. Because I think they, Yana I, They definitely the got before. separated. They definitely got separated. Yeah. But I can't, it might have been the Herald. Yeah. Because I, um, I think Yana talks to the Herald. Or were, did they, was, I think they were trying to go in, but was Marta, like, declined to go in? No, I think they were, like, okay. on their way, but maybe they stopped for the Herald or something like that, or... There's, there's like, a, some disconnection here that I forgot about. They did get separated, I know that uh, much. But Yana does end up in there soon, at least, if not now. The orb hatches, and it's a baby nameless thing. Uh, yes. And the nameless thing is like the Jedi are like, what? And it like kind of wraps them with their tentacles. But it's like, and they like slowly turn to stone. But it like kills Zala like right away. And then it like touches Kevmo as he runs away. But he like is able to run away. But he can feel it like growing in him or whatever. And then everybody's like, what? And she's like, don't you see? We have these, the Jedi can never stop us. And like, we will let the force be free. And like, see, even... Even blah, blah, blah can, you know, like these creatures are just like gifts of the force. So like, you know, like they're here to protect us. Yay. That they will help us cleanse the galaxy of these Jedi and stuff. And then Yana was holding something. She like picked up one of the artifacts. I think she was going to. Yeah. I think she was going to like hit the the mother with it. And the creatures. I think it was the thing they stole from the graph complex. No. Oh, maybe. I I thought she was going to hit her with it too. Oh, okay. I don't know. As a rod. Like she had that. But I think it was she the thing it. they stole. And then, yeah. like, because she had that object, like, the creature goes to her. And then Mother's like, oh, look, it has chosen a champion. Yana's going to be our champion. And, like, she doesn't fight that. So, like, 
her and the Herald are talking and she's like, she killed and she's like, I know, but like, we need to like play this correctly and like, be careful. Like, you know, you and I have to be in allies or something like, so. Yeah. The Herald at the at very end of the book, the Herald's kind of like, he's like chill now. Yeah. Or maybe um, he was always chill. We just couldn't, we just didn't know. I'm like, that's pretty but. chill. If they killed your daughter and you're like, wait, wait, everybody be cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was very weird. So Marta's like, in a room or something and she's like she like she finds kevmo and he's like falling down or like she's like what's wrong what's wrong hey help me like give me medicine or something and she's like trying to help him and he's like so and then she's like noticing he's getting heavier and part of him is turning and he's like slowly turning to stone and she's like no 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 you're supposed to like blah blah blah, blah. we're gonna go to Jeddah and do all this stuff and like uh, tell our people like about our philosophies and talk and battle and stuff and then he like turns to Sloan but he was like mother and then he's like gone and then she kind of like like I don't know at this point in the book everything has gone crazy and you're like this everything is, no is longer... happening very fast yeah. all of a sudden it is I don't know how to describe it other than like if, like everything up to we've been talking about so far was like very stretched out yeah. But then, like, when this kind of stuff is happening, it's, like, very fast. Yes. It's, like, after the flood, the book just hits, like, mm-hmm. you know, overdrive. Um, So, and I thought that she was, like, okay, cool. She's going to go find Yana, and they're going to kill the mother. Cool. <laughs> back to plan B, you know. But then she goes, and she, like, declares. She's, like, no. I'm going to go to Jeddah and spread the word because, like, they keep talking about these thing that happens on Jeddah where like all these different, the Jedi and the guardians of the wills and the da, 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 like all of these like force different followers and believers, they all sort of meet on Jeddah and something, something, something Comic-Con. Uh, and she's like earlier, she was trying to come up with this idea of like, well, maybe like I should go and like, we need the path to like have a voice there too. If like it's followers of the force, like the path deserves a voice there too. And she sort of runs in there and she declares that that's what she's going to do. And the mother is like, Oh, what a beautiful idea. You are the perfect person to like share our beliefs, our true believer. She's like, what? Okay. But she also has Kevmo's lightsaber. Yes. So, and then she's also like, there's a little bit of her being like, oh man, this is because you used the force to like save those yeah, people, man. Yeah. Like, I told you not to use the force. Look at you now. You freed water and now you're a rock. <laughs> um, yeah. So like by the end of the book, Marta is very like, she's going to lead this, this thing to Jeddah. And also, like, seems like the elders are, like, listening to her more. And she's very much more resolute in the way. Mm-hmm. She's not really, like, taking no for an answer. And she's a true believer. And she raised all the younglings and stuff. So, like, everybody respects her. And she's sort of making these statements, like, kind of without the mother's approval. But she's also, like, becoming a very mother-like figure, I yeah. guess. Because, like, she has that kind of respect in the community anyway. Um, So, like, the mother is, like not really battling her at the moment. So yeah, basically that's how the book ends. Marta's going to go to Jeddah. Oh, the, uh, the ship is ready. Like we have to go right now because the Jedi are probably going to come because there's a dead Jedi now. Um, so they 
you know, it's, it's not like a hundred percent, you know, they didn't finish the waterfall and the, uh, you know, the, uh, the cheese, uh, fountain, but they can take off in the ship now. So they all presumably get aboard the gaze electric and fly away to Jeddah question mark or wherever they're going. But, yeah. uh, do you remember the Jedi that was hanging out with Zala in the beginning of the book? Uh, Aslan Rell. Yes. Aslan Rell shows up on Dalna. And uh, yeah. he finds out where they were going. He goes to the commune, which was abandoned. Um, it's very, it took me a long time to get that Aslan Rell was a dude. Because in the legends, there's a character named Aslan Ray, And it's a girl. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. And then it was like he. And I was like, wait, who else is there? Oh, no. Aslan is <laughs> a guy this time. Yeah, my bad. Uh, so Aslan Rell goes and he finds the, like, stone Jedi bodies. And he's yeah. like, well, this is bad. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Credits. Hope these things don't find any more Jedi mm. again. We've got That'd a mystery be... to solve here, don't That'd we? That'd be terrible. Bring me Benoit Blanc. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you see that movie? Glass Onion, the I did one? not see. I was very sad. It's so good. It I was out it. for like a week. And like I know. Liz got... I, was, I wanted to go on Thanksgiving. And then Liz got COVID. Oh, yeah. And then I wasn't feeling good last week. And when I started feeling better, I was like, okay, cool. I think I'm good now. And like, we were all testing negative. So I was like, okay, like, are they still playing it? And it was like, no, no more glass onion for you. And I was like, really? Not one? Not one glass onion? Well, it's... it's, I have to wait uh, till December 23rd or 4th or whatever. Yeah, Christmas time. It's 23rd. It's very, it's very, very good. I I really want to see it. it I I really like Knives Out. And it has Jessica Pava in it. Oh, that's cool. I really like my Ryan Johnson. Yeah, she's super. She's hilarious. Okay. They're all honestly, everyone's hilarious. I mean, like everybody was hilarious in the other movie. Yeah, it's. So yeah. It's very funny. Very good movie. So I don't know. Like this was a very like romantic book until it wasn't, and everything got spun on his head. (laughs) And this was a book that very much like coasted along until all of a sudden everything went on overdrive and on fire and was like a million miles an hour. And then it just ended and there was a lot of inertia left and it was really, really well done though and kept you engaged. But it's one of those books where as soon as it starts going, you probably just read the last, you probably can't ever you put, can't it down put it down. Then. Yeah. Cause it's only like five chapters left by the time it starts hitting hard. Um, but it's also something that they do so well. The characters are so well and fleshed out by the time things start happening, you're really worried about them. <laughs> Yeah. And you really know them. Um, So I thought that was extremely well done. And obviously there are questions open like, oh, no, the mother has nameless people and Yana has one, too. And Yana and Harold have formed some sort of alliance. But clearly, like, the mother is still the like something. And now Marta is like not really taking crap from anybody anymore and has become something else. And they're all going to Jeddah or somebody's going to Jeddah. And there's something coming up called the Battle of Jeddah. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to see Marta and, and Yana again and where where all that goes. We know mm-hmm. we can uh, very much assume either the path becomes the Nihil or 
either Marta or Yana or maybe another surprise row turns mm-hmm. up and takes, you know, or one of them kind of like takes over and like makes the Nihil, like mm-hmm. it'll be did you, yeah, I guess interesting you did. to see that development. I don't read comics. Okay, I'm so you did not read book. The Eye of the Storm. So a lot no. of that has to do with the beginning of the Nile. And okay. it's clear that like the eye and the Nile were like kind of two different things until they sort of like combined. But I'm still mm-hmm. waiting to see the like, like I think the big thing for me is going to be when the, like, what was the, uh, the, the, it's not the graph, but the, uh, the Santeca girl they have that sees oh, the Oh, Mari Santeca. Yeah, Mari Santeca. Like, that's a thing that I am don't know if we're going to see any of. But if we do, would be, be very crazy. <laughs> um, I'm very excited because I think phase two, like, there's definitely a lot where it can do its own very interesting and very cool stories and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. excited for that aspect. And I'm also excited to see like a little bit of like background and like how the things in the high Republic all came together. Right. Right. Which is crazy. Cause like the high Republic is like kind of the background for the prequels. So we're getting like the background to the background. Right. Right. But I'm very excited. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, this was a really, really enjoyable book. And I went back to it a few times, especially the ending. Because things start happening so fast and frantic that, like, it, it, it like, they were a thing. I'm sorry, what? Like, oh, no, oh, he's dead. Oh, he's like, yeah. oh, he's dead. Yeah. He is so dead. Because, I, you know, he was escaping and you're like, oh, he's going to be okay. He made it. Like, maybe he just has a stone finger or, like, something. You stone know? And then he dies. And I was like, yeah, he's dead, dude. Like, and this is like, it's very suddenly he's talking to Marta and telling her like, like, he's very frantic. He's like, oh my gosh, like they have this like creature turn my master into stone, like blah, blah. And then it's like, and now he's stone. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Yeah. And then she was like, he was too heavy to pick up. And like, then she dropped him and he like, just is a rock. And he's like crumbled. (laughs) Like, terrible. It's like, yeah. It was crazy. Um. It's 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 heavy in a weird way, but it's also very interesting because Marta is a a very fascinating character. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and there's something to be said for that weird, like overzealous believer in whatever it is they believe. Uh, that I think can make a very compelling villain because that's what this this feels like a villain origin story to me. Yes, I 100 percent am with you. And that's what I thought we were sort of looking at. I still think that I haven't quite seen yeah. that. Like I, I'm gonna have to wait till the next wave of books, uh, but or whatever. But like right now, I feel like this is Marta's villain origin story. I think you know, in a couple of fa- I can, in a couple more ways, we're gonna be like Mother Who. Is my prediction. I, I totally agree, and I'm interested to see how as her as she like progresses as a character Mm -hmm. how like yana reacts to that because like clearly yana cares for her even if she gets a little yeah frustrated but you know obviously like this the path of the open hand 
basically like killed Kor, you know, and right, right. in a lot of ways it's like destroyed Yana. Like how she, you know, and like already she puts up with like she doesn't like that Marta's like as into it as she is. Seeing her go further yeah. down that path and become more of of like the mother. And it's so funny. Like, I thought like yeah. when you're reading it, at least to me, I was like, oh, okay, she's gonna see what happened, and then she's gonna go back with Miata, and they're gonna kill the mother, and boom, like, but it she sort of just dives into her beliefs further. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she sort of go, she went the complete opposite way of what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Well, she's like, and then Yana does the same thing. I was like, okay, Yana's going to kill the mother. Nope. Yana joined. <laughs> okay. Like they, there's this weird sort of standoff. Yeah. It's definitely still power play stuff happening, but she did not like, she looked like she was going to go and kill the mother. And it like throughout the book, uh, as you're seeing Yana on her missions, it's clear that the Evereni are like, stronger and more than humans because she like breaks people's necks and stuff and kills them like instantly you know and she's like oh like humans bodies they're so soft like you know (laughs) and so i was like oh there goes the mother yeah well and i it's interesting because i think both of them like when they were faced with more marta than yana a bit when they're like faced with something so like challenging they are retreating into what's safe, you know, like for Marta, okay. like what's safe for her is like her beliefs. So yeah. when, even when she's faced with like a complete challenge to her beliefs, she's even she'd rather just stay with what's safe, what she knows. And I think Yana, I think it's partially she's like still you know, obviously with her with the Herald, like they still want to get out, still want to get their revenge, I guess, but. She's a little bit like when she was fate when she was in that room with all those people, she was like, "I'll just keep playing along because what I've been doing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also just like the, uh, I don't know, like there's a very, like Yana keeps talking about how like oh like she's older than Marta, so she's like Marta doesn't remember how hard it was, you know, when we were mm-hmm. the whole like way that they came to the path was presumably their whole family was killed or whatever they were the only survivors. And so they were like orphans and the path took them in and raised them. But Yana has remembers being out in the galaxy and being like, Oh, people like spit on Evereni and like, they hate us so much. And And they are like, people are scared of them. Like, and Yana doesn't have any memory. She's like, that's why you're so, Ooh, because you don't even remember what it's like to be out there, you know? And also uh, Yana continues to go out into the galaxy when they go on missions and stuff. And she's like, that's still like that. Whereas uh, Marta's like, can I go to the store? And they're like, no, raise the babies. <laughs> yeah. Or even when Marta does go out, she's like, like giving out the flowers. So yeah, it's like only to the at city. Least, she's never been off planet. In my brain, it, to me, I picture it like when you know you have like the Scientology people like handing out pamphlets on like Hollywood Boulevard yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like you just avert eye contact. Like I think mm-hmm. it's probably that similar response. Like you're just like, don't look at them, keep walking. Yeah. Tell them I can't read. Like, <laughs> yeah, but she has the babies with. Like, I like how she's utilizing the babies to spread the word. She's like, "Oh, how are you yeah. gonna tell a baby not to take a flower?" Right. You know? Damn. All right. Fine. Here's a dollar. No, <laughs> I don't want to take the test. Um. Yeah. All right. Shall we? Do you have anything left on this book? No, it was very good. I was really excited because I think Pantorans are pretty neat. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, little Pantoran did I?" Mm-hmm. And then. Well, this one uh, no is actually more. a collector's item because I believe no he's a more. rock you can keep forever. <laughs> no more Pantoran. No more yeah. Pantoran Jedi. Pantoran oh. Jedi's lightsaber. 
Yeah, his lightsaber is pretty cool. He's a yellow lightsaber, which I yeah, think it is tight. Um, uh, yeah, I just um, and I don't know why I thought of this when I was reading that when they like turned the stone and like they think I think especially Zala they said like when he found her like she had like crumbled, and it just reminded me of there's no <laughs> critical role where there's a guy that was like turned to stone, and when they heal they like healed him to make him not stone anymore, but his his as when he was a statue something had broken his arm off as a statue hmm. and they didn't reattach the stone arm when he was still stone so he like comes back and just starts screaming because no arm i don't nice. know i thought that it was very funny way to go healers way to go, <laughs> yeah. where were you on that one kicks um yeah always reattach the stone arm before you yeah. unstone. make the uh make the adjustments first <laughs> All right. I guess we're going to move on to Quest for the Hidden City. Yay. This is a much shorter book. Like, it's a middle reader. It's a little, like, square. Yeah. You could probably knock this out in a couple hours. I think I, it mm-hmm. took me, like, two days because I think I took, like, an hour each day, maybe. Uh, but this is definitely, like, a middle reader in the, you know, the like, the Test of Courage and uh, and those ones <laughs> from Phase it's 1. Still very good. Still very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still good book. Still fun. Um, um i liked the like like it was very much like at the first like path of deceit was also kind of a mystery but like it was a mystery that the readers kind of got to know everything yeah. <laughs> right away um pretty much not everything but like most things where this was like for the most part like we maybe knew more than like some individual characters but there's a lot that we still didn't know up until other characters were finding it mm-hmm. out uh, uh, this, it was super cool to like put that together. This this one was written by George Mann, and he's the one who did like Mids and Fables mm-hmm. and Dark Legends and all that. Uh, and it's always done in a very like fably type writing style, and this was not that. So that was very interesting. I was like very interesting and curious to see how his writing came off in like a story, yeah, version. And it was it was well done. Uh, so this most of the story focuses on like the Pathfinders and like how that whole thing is happening right now. So like we were talking about in phase one, they're sort of like trying to solidify the hyperspace routes and communications to the outer rim here in phase two. What, what is it? 150 years before uh, they're trying to like, they're still trying to like explore some of these worlds. Uh, so you have these Pathfinder teams that are made up of like some comms, a Jedi a Pathfinder EX droid for communications, a pilot, you know, all these, that way, presumably whatever planet they get to, they can figure out what they need, what the people need. They can make communications and sort of back and forth with the Republic and, uh, you know, do their thing. So the story opens with like a busted Pathfinder droid who has like one last SOS from a team that they haven't heard from. And then you're like, oh no, a whole team has gotten lost (laughs) on this weird planet. Um, so we meet the main characters, Salandra Sho and Rupert Natani. Salandra Sho is the Jedi master. And she's like this, like, she's like a Jedi, but she uses a shield and her, like her ideals are very much dependent on like, we're guardians. Like if what, what better protector than there is there a shield, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's very literal about it. Um, and Rupert Natani is like, uh, the young Pathfinder, or the young Padawan, and she has like twin lightsabers, and she is super cool. 
but also like I just I like the idea of the Jedi with the sword and shield. It's mm-hmm. red, and she wears it's it on her back. Cool. You know? Yeah, literally yeah. turtle shell. Yeah, she does like the, she does the like slide down the arm thing. So I don't know, like yeah. she might have a better rig than Captain America. Um, but it's rad because the other hand has a lightsaber, and yeah. that like I just in my mind, like as I'm reading this book throughout. Just the idea of like really cool lightsaber choreography with one, you know, one handed and shield is something we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. The closest we've seen is like Mandos who have like their little projection shield, but they usually have yeah. a blaster. Like only only one Mando at a time has a sword. <laughs> uh, but dude, I think like, Sabine used the shield and dark saber at the same time. The same I don't time? know if we saw anyone else. Okay. I think maybe one. Okay. I could be wrong. I'll have to look. I don't think I definitely know. I don't think Bo did. Not at the same time. But I think Sabine might have. Very briefly. It's really cool. I like the idea of it. And uh, I don't know. Like it was extremely well utilized. And especially particularly in this book. Much of the. Like the themes of the book. Like what they're doing is like we are protectors. Like the Jedi are. We are the shield. Like comes back quite a few times. Uh. So I like that, like, you know, that was like very important in the story to the character and like thematically to the book. Um, So there are also Um, these prospectors, I think, from the same uh, from the same Pathfinder team. Spence and Das, I think Spence is the kid and Das is the father. Mm -hmm. And they are clearly in danger and they're like held up in a cave somewhere. And there are like monsters creeping in towards everything. And so they're just trying to like survive and hope they're Yeah, they like. They, um, I guess it's a little bit later, but they like were doing prospect stuff and they got, they got like ripped off and the person ripped them off, like took, they took their stuff and like flew off or they, he was supposed to slide them somewhere and like just dropped them there and then flew away. And that was, I'm pretty sure that was Sunshine. I was going to say, we know who did that, right? Was that jerk from the other book? Sunshine Dobbs. Oh. Um. Wait, do they know, like, is it this book where they're talking about like the only other person who knows about it is this guy? Cause they're all talking about that one planet, which presumably is that same planet where, uh, sunshine got that egg. Cause it's like, they were both like da 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 da. And then he kind of like, he like backtracked us and took the planet for himself or something like that. Uh, like backstabbed um, us. Yeah. So I think they might know about the location of that planet as well. Yeah. I think, th- I think you're right. I think that comes out later in the book. Spoilers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So I might be correct. Good times. Um, but also hyperspace prospectors at this time, they're like sort of exploring new routes and stuff. So like, you know, they're sort of like, I don't know, like the, the exploration is very much a theme of like this book in particular, not just this wave or this phase. Um, this is the book that really focuses on a lot of that. They're going to these new planets that they haven't quite made you know contact with reliable contact with in the republic and all that um so the jedi are sent to go look for these guys that are lost when they get the uh message was right from the ex droids or whatever yeah and um, it was like they were on a mission like to another planet that was like nearby and they're like like it was like like the people that would have gone normally were like busy or they're too far away so like oh can you guys just go <laughs> Yeah, or yeah, like that's that. what it is. So they're like, you're the closest, your turn, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so they go and like, uh, 
what is her name? Uh, Ruper is very excited because she's very much the like, ooh, I get to go on an adventure, Jedi. Yeah. You know, whereas she's with the master who is like, we are shields. We should stay and guard, practice standing very still, making <laughs> sure everything is fine. Like, so, you know, this is another one of the Padawans who's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, so it's another one of those relationships, but it's really fun. So they arrive on Albad- Albadas, which is like the planet next to the planet where they lost contact with the team. And they're talking to the the people who live on this planet are called the Katikut. 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 And they're like bat people. Yeah. And they like sort of wrap their wings around themselves and they look like they and have they, robes. They but cannot just... fly. No, they can't fly. Their wings do not work. Yeah. But they are, they're like, oh, but like, you know, we still have wings even though we cannot fly any longer. Um but I thought they looked cool because they were like, we they wrap, the, the way they described the way they wrap their wings around themselves and they look like they have cloaks. I thought that was red. Yeah. Um, so they're telling the people, they're like, oh, and like they came through here and they go over there. You know, we mine on that planet. But, uh, you know, ever since a couple of months ago, we like, there was a, a, a disaster in one of the mines. So we had to like shut everything down, but we're trying to start it up again. We just have to clear away the, you know, the the toxic thing or whatever. And so they're like, okay, well, like, we'll go over there. And then, like, next little planet is called Gloam, which is, like, a weird thing to name a planet. <laughs> I know. I feel it's like no one wants to go to somewhere called Gloam. No, that not seems, at all. Even to work. Sounds like, it's the worst. It's, yeah. It just seems like a like a not very fun name. For seems a like place. a bad time, bro. Yeah. So they go and they... So they're basically going and trying to find out what happened to the team and rescue anybody if they can um and as like they're kind of going and searching for them like they find a an abandoned jedi temple and they're like there was a temple there oh i don't know guess there is you know why was it abandoned and they're they they're the there's the catacute a catacute guide was sent with the other jedi to go explore that place because like the reason like there was like that's where they used to mine for like their energy resources and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So they would, but they were like like dripping the planet of like all its resources and it was becoming like uninhabitable. And then there was like they called it a curse. It was like killing people, oh. and they get some like disease that gets like minerals and like turns their lungs into like into minerals basically, yeah, and like yeah. kills them. Um, so it's like, it's like the miner's curse or something that they call it. Yeah. So there is a catacute guide that went with the, and he's sick. He has this curse, like his lungs are like crystallizing or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's like still, still living. Right. Um, and he went with the first Pathfinder team says that they got ambushed and he escaped, but they all died. So they send him again with this new Pathfinder team to show them where he took the others. And they also go with, there's another catacoot that goes with them too, because mm-hmm. I forget why she went with them, but she she did. <laughs> yeah. And like, as like we're going and they're searching, we're also cutting back to the, like the prospectors who are like, are getting hunted by monsters and they're trying to like flying monsters and we, and it just sounds very much like bat people. And I'm like, yes. are we sure they're monsters? Like they, look, they <laughs> sound like bat people, uh, at least to me. And then, but it's like, 
And I'm like, oh, but they say it sounds like they're in danger. Um, so, yeah, they eventually what happens is they're finding out that they mine the planet so much. And when they mine down to the certain level, it like released these toxic gases that like it changes the catacoot into their like ancient, more feral versions. And so they can fly. And then they're also like zombies. And so it's a monster movie. Yeah, well, so because they go to this this the hidden city, yes. um, which is like the old Catacoot city, and they're like trying to climb it, and they're like, "Well, how did anyone ever like get up there?" It's like, oh, because Catacoot used to be able to fly, I guess, and then evolved to not right, fly right. anymore. Um, so yeah, so like it turns them into like these like yeah, like you said, like zombies that are like hunting them, and like because when they they eventually. Because they split up, because of course they do. Okay. Um, and the one group finds, um, well, okay, so it's like the two two of the non Jedi Pathfinders, they stay on the ship, and they're like doing medical. It's like the medic guy, like trying to find, figure out a cure for this catacoot disease. So he has that guide, is with him, and then there's like the two Jedi, and then there's the two non Jedi Pathfinders, like the pilot. And the other catacoot that went with them, and they they find the um, Spence and Dash, and when Spence and Dash mm-hmm. see the catacoot, they like start freaking out because <laughs> they've been like hunted by these things. They're like, they're like, he's right behind you. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, you know, the pilot. I forget her name. She was really cool. She was a great character. Oh yeah, I can't remember her I name. Too. She was super cool, and she had like super colorful hair. I thought she was really fun. Oh yeah, like and even the Padawan like, is like, maybe I'll dye my hair. Yeah, when I like, um, you know, become my own Jedi. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, um, yeah, but the pilot's like, oh, like, what? and they kind of start, like, they kind of figure out what's going on with the catacoot and the zombies and stuff, and then the but Jedi they're ambushed find, on the ship. Remember, the medic is ambushed on the ship. There we go. The medic's ambushed on the ship. He, yeah, the catacoot that he was trying to find a cure for his disease knocks him out. And he also knocks the droid out, but the droid was just faking it. And the droid (laughs) breathes him and they manage to, like, get him. But they, like, the comms are down. Mm -hmm. They're trying to, like, you know, reach out to everyone and tell them that, like, he's betraying them and stuff. Meanwhile, the two Jedi find the Padawan had died. All the other Pathfinders had died, but the Master was still alive. Um, yeah, so they Brand. find him, yes, and they find him in the old Jedi temple. Uh, and also, it was um, Master Show, she had lost her previous Padawan too, like her other Padawan died. Oh, yeah, so, like, yeah. that's like a thing as well, right? Uh, at one point, I can't remember what this is, I think it's like while they're escaping, like they ride the bit. shield. I don't know, I just like the yes, part where they ride they the do. shield. <laughs> They, yeah, well, both the groups meet up, like the pilot and the catacoot and the boy and his father, and then also all the Jedi, like, meet up again. Uh-huh. But they're in this, like, big, like, chasm with these stairs, and, like, the catacoot zombies are, like, flying up at them, and they're, like, you know, fighting them off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the pilot comes, like, the, he finally gets stuff working, he, like, or the medic comes on, in, on the ship and, like, flies the ship over and, like, goes and gets everyone. 
they, that's when they ride the shield. <laughs> that is rad. And um, then that's also when, like, there's a lot of, like, throughout the book where, you know, Ruper is just trying to be like, well, I'm just, like, trying to, you know, finally I get to explore and do the things like this is what we're supposed to be doing. Pathfinder teams. Wow, we never get to do that. Um, but she starts understanding, like, she really has to protect these people. And, like, that's what it means to be the shield, mm-hmm. you know, that her master always says. You know, I don't know. I like that, the, like, thematic stuff in it a lot, too. Yeah, it was it was very cool to see that, like, growth for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember what happened. Like, yeah, well, and then when they're escaping on the ship, the catechist that betrayed them, he's like, because he's like, I'm just, you know, and I, you know, I don't care if I screw everyone over. I'm going to get my money and live out my last catacutan days, right. like <laughs> in in wealth, paradise. But then, right as like literally right as he's like going after them to get them, like the his like he like undergoes like the last step of the like transformation and becomes a, right a becomes zombie. the like creature zombie yeah. thing and starts coughing up jewels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one is like, I really liked learning about how the Pathfinder teams worked. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cool to me. Like I'm how excited. They... I definitely want to see more Pathfinder adventures in the future. Yeah. Like the idea of all of them, like having their own little skill, like the comm team is on the ship and the pilots and stuff like that. And, and it's, I like that it's not like just the team of Jedi too. It's like Jedi working with people of the galaxy because then like that boy fence is like oh like i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be a pathfinder when i get older and like you know i think that's freaking right 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 yeah no i uh you know what though i have the advanced reader so mine didn't have all the pictures so i'm very sad because I know there's like pictures and it was even there like, the few. real book will have like, a th- you know, like I know a test of courage. Yeah. They all have like three or four pictures in them. And I just really yeah. love the illustrations. Uh, yeah, they were really cool. So I meant to stop by the like bookstore and look at the pictures. Uh, like, because I know it's the same artist who did the cover and the cover is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not get that chance. But anyway, I like pictures in these little books and these are the ones that have pictures. So that's all. Um. But yeah, I like the idea of them figuring out like, you know, like the the Jedi figuring out like how to be the shield and all that stuff. They end up solving the mystery and it's like, oh, this stuff just makes you guys zombies. We should just clear it out. And like, it's also the environmental thing of like, oh, it's because you overmind your stupid planet. (laughs) Like, yeah, can't do that. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's like, you know, and then they're kind of like, oh, like now the the Republic is like able to like give you guys some like medical resources and help you like find a new energy source. Cause like they, right. like the city was like very advanced for um, being so like cut off from the galaxy basically. And it was cause of this like energy they had. Um, and it was like, well, we can like help you find a new energy source. You can like keep up with, with, you know, what you have and not have to like lose your stuff and, um, so we also see like the Republic helping the outer rim mm-hmm. and like that relationship get, uh, getting going to eventually go to like Starlight Beacon. Um, right, right, right. Which was cool. And something else I was going to say. I think he is. Uh, Spence is the kid, right? And Das is yeah. the father. 
I think yeah. Spence is like, you know what? I'm going to be a prospector too. Like he also sort of starts to like decide, like, even though it's like kind of dangerous and he still mm-hmm. wants to like follow in his father's footsteps and all that. Um, so there are a few things that like uh, really stand out. And I just like, the Oh, themes. and the one thing, so like the, one of the things that was keeping the Republic from helping them for a while was the war between Iram and Irono. Oh, oh no. Iram in Irono. Iram. Yeah. Whatever. There's lots mm-hmm. of E's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is something I think other High Republic stuff has. Uh, yeah, you will get a lot more info on that if you in... listen to the episode on Convergence. Okay. That's the I setting of that read, story. I will read that one. But I think yeah. it's um, it's in... Don't they talk about those planets in High Republic Phase uh, 1? Well, Iram is in Phase is 1. Where, yeah, isn't that where Starlight yep. crashes? Yep. Yeah. That. That's it. And that's where... Oh, wasn't one of them where um someone got kidnapped or something? Oh, is and that in Light like, of the Jedi? Yeah, someone was kidnapped, and then the Jedi, the Jedi, and uh, investigate because isn't that like Orla and what's his face? Oh, uh, and then it, the snake, they were they were the fighting snake Jedi guys. Like yeah, Orla yeah, the and snake Koma. Jedi. Yes, Koma and. Yeah, don't they go like, there? It's part of their flashbacks, yeah. But yeah, I don't think they're like this the old. Snake... I'm not sure. Well, no, no, I don't think it's the same war. <laughs> but well, it is a forever war. <laughs> with it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, no, no, not that this that's happening now. I was just trying to figure out. Like, I'm pretty sure I know what that is, but it's not, not what I think it is. Um, yeah, the the planet, um, the planet that they mined that was just like hostile, like pretty much anything living there that wasn't like their monster and like the bugs that the kid and dad would eat. It reminded <laughs> me of the planet in Phasma a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's what it made me just like completely inhospitable to anyone yeah, trying to live. Very, there. very <laughs> lethal. Very Australia. And they eat bugs. They eat bugs. <laughs> yeah, they eat bugs. They eat bugs. There's monsters in this, and like the whole story thing is sold as a monster story. It very much delivers on that. Yeah. Um. It is a mystery, which if you just listen to this, we just solved the mystery for you. But it's still yeah. really cool. And like I said, the themes, the Jedi, and like, and not even just the Jedi. Like I do like Spence and Das a lot. Like the, uh, some of the non-Jedi characters, uh, like the prospectors, and like learning more. Like I said, this one's all about the Pathfinders, and for me, Jedi shields. Um, yeah, very great start to High Republic Phase 2. Yeah. Starts off with um, a bang, even though a more focused bang, blast maybe. Um, yeah. And then, you know, follow this up with Convergence and dive into those comics if you haven't yet. So let's see. So next thing we have coming up after this, which like if you've done Convergence, that's the next thing. Then we're going to get the war. I'm sorry, the Battle of Jeddah. Which is, I think that, is that an audio drama? It's going to be an audio drama. Yes. I do like, the, I don't listen to audiobooks I like to read, but I do like the audio drama. I think they're super fun. And this is also uh, George Mann. So, is it? Yeah, George Mann, script by George Mann, it says. Oh, nice. Uh, so that's interesting. Nice. And then 
uh, then Path of Vengeance, which is like the next YA book, which looks like it follows, you know, uh, Marta. Yeah. And the path. Definitely and it path. Looks though. mad scary. Also looks. The cover is so awesome. mad. Yeah. So cool. Except like um, I, nobody told me that this was going to be written by Kevin Scott. So how dare you, High Republic people? Because <laughs> this is there's bad news. I love news Kevin. Kevin Scott puts out so much great stuff. Yes, it's ridiculous. Um, um, and then probably following up this like storyline would be the quest for the planet X. And so I think that's still Ruper and Das. Maybe they're like searching for that planet, you know, like, yeah, that's very and much. And they're on Batu. Oh, it does look like Batu. I think it's Batu. I mean, it looks like Batu. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I Okay. I agree. And then <laughs> the next adult book will be Cataclysm by Lydia King, which like, look, it's Axel Greylark with a gun and a lightsaber. What? Purple, okay. purple lightsaber. It's a purple lightsaber. It could be good news or bad news. Um, all right. I don't know. Like, what are you taking out of phase two right now? Um, so far, I think, because what I liked about phase one the most was like the Jedi stuff and the mm-hmm. Jedi stuff in phase two is also like super, super cool. But I'm also so interested in the path of the open hand and how how that's going to work with the Nile and the eye and everything. And like mm-hmm. seeing that play out, I think is what I mean, maybe we won't get that in this phase. Maybe that'll be like phase three or four or whatever. Um, but I'm very I'm very curious about that right now. And but also still very excited because I do like Jedi. there's some really cool stuff i like the costumes a lot like in a different way these like pathfinder teams it's like a little more rugged version of a mission jedi from high republic but then i'm also really liking the exploration like whereas Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know phase one like they weren't cut exploring they were more like trying to solidify the bonds and spread the republic and like solidify communications into these outer rim planets Whereas in this one, it's clear that they're like visiting these places and being like, hey, like just getting started on setting these things up. And like that idea is really cool. These Pathfinder teams in particular are something that's really interesting to me, like finding new planets, you know, meeting, (laughs) meeting these people in charge and like figuring out if they're good for the Republic or whatever, you know. And then the twin chancellors, I don't know if you've met them yet, but if you've seen any of the like stuff, it's like the this era has two chancellors. And like one of the chancellors like does a lot of the bureaucracy and stays on Coruscant and the other chancellor like goes around the outer rim, you know, like uh, meeting with the planets and helping with the, you know, like, so they have like different strengths and stuff like that. So it's interesting so far. Um, But yeah. Uh, But yeah, the, the like path of the open hand stuff is stuff that I'm not sure where like I I know we're going towards the Nile, but like how do you get from like a cult of people who are like, hey, the force is gonna be free to a, a dude that's like, I'm gonna kill the Jedi with these things. Even that just like stuff. the whole like we just we just like murder like just because it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> we do what we like want. we just take all the stuff like, and yeah, because like, you know already the past like already is ethically 
unstable. Yeah, but that's fair. That's but like, they also like have a really that's a good huge fall. They have you know? a yeah, they have a good like cult excuse. You know what I mean? Oh, we're like yeah. protecting these. You know what I mean? Like I right. can see that. Whereas the Nile is not that at all. They're like we're pirates. Yeah. We're like the best pirates. We're so good at pirating. Uh huh. I'm just so interested to see how that how that plays out. Like yeah. how you get how you get there from here. Yeah. Very, very curious. I, I really want to see if like any of that path stuff is going to start to or like the paths. I'm sorry, not path stuff. Cause now path of the open hand, I'm talking about like the hyperspace paths. <laughs> yeah. That the Nile like depend on later. Mm-hmm. Any of those things with the, uh, we'll with the, we'll, we like, still see haven't seen like a young Mari Santeca. Yeah. Or any Santecas. We haven't seen, we've seen a couple of graphs. We no, haven't seen any Santecas. You're right. So maybe, you know, I think if I remember correctly from phase one, I think the Santecas were like a little bit newer on the scene of Maybe, yeah. hyperspace stuff. Like they, I feel like you're you right. know, um, I'm pretty sure I remember that being a thing. Like they were always like a rich family, but they just got like the hyperspace stuff or something. Um, so maybe like we'll see. Like maybe it's like Mari Santeca like kind of being born the day start like her family is able to like get the fortune and stuff from mm-hmm. that and like i don't know we'll see i'm super super excited to see where it goes very interesting all right well i think uh i think i i think that closes out both of these pretty good i think that's a yeah. good start to phase two yeah. um, um i've already started the comics the high republic series which takes place on Jeddah. So I'm getting into that now. And then they also released the first issue of High Republic Adventures, which is totally rad and all about Sav Malagan, who's like at this time, just a little Padawan, who, if you've read the High Republic Adventures from phase one, you'll know that Sav Malagan was like an old Jedi who was like buddies with Maz Kanata on the Jedi Temple on Takodana. So in this one, she's just like a little Padawan who's like, man, I want to like break out of here and kick it at Maz Kanata's castle. <laughs> Uh, and it is like the cutest thing and adorable and badass. Um, so all y'all should be keeping up with that stuff if you want, if you so choose. But yeah, phase two is f- opening up pretty solid so far. We're still, what, what are comics do we have? We have the blade coming, which is like all about, uh, Porter Engel at this time. And, uh, we have Quest of the Jedi, I think, that's going to be coming by Claudia Gray. So we have a few like titles that are coming soon in Phase 2 that might help flesh a little, a few of these things out more. Yeah. And yeah, if you haven't picked up Convergence yet, that is a, uh, that is a ride. <laughs> um, I, so yeah. It's in my family's possession in Pennsylvania. When I go back, I will read it over the holidays. I'm just going to have to be like, can you just read it to me? Like, um, I, have, I, have, I go home in four days. Oh, okay. I can wait. There it is. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. Do you want to tell people real quick again where they can find Star Wars Geek Girls? Yes. Star Wars Geek Girl on Facebook page, Star Wars Geek Girl, um, Twitter, Instagram at SWG Girl, and the website is StarWarsGeekGirl.com. I think that's it. And the podcast is likely wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we somewhat recently made the switch to Anchor, so I think we're very much on the same page. Nice. Right uh, and we are the Rogue Rebels.com. Uh, 
on most socials at the Rogue Rebels, except Twitter, which is Rogue Rebels fan, because like I said earlier, some jerk took the other one. Um, so yeah, you know, just follow us everywhere. Make sure you're keeping up. Share, rate, like five stars. But share our stuff when you see it around, man. Let other people know the word of the path of the open hand. Please. <laughs> Whenever I tweet something, retweet that. A gift freely given. Go amongst these children of the path and go forth. <laughs> Do things. <laughs> the fate of all Jedi. For control of the Force itself. <laughs>